0: Welcome to Add to Cart, the show where we celebrate creativity in commerce. Every single person I know has a closet full of board games. Yes, many of the classics like Monopoly and chess, but also some of the more recent fan favorites like Settlers of Catan. And these board games take up space and really have not innovated in years and years. Today's guest is completely changing the
1: game and hopefully introducing you to your last game board. Welcome to the show, Shale Metha. I'm so excited to be here. I'm a huge fan of you and like all the work that you've done, and I think... Like it's time for women to take over in not just venture and startups, but just in commerce in general. So
0: we are taking over. Yeah, we are t- right 100% now, taking time. over. Yeah. I think people yeah. better listen to this one. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> really excited to talk about your product because it's this interesting hybrid of physical good yes. and digital products. Yep. And I want to kind of rewind to your initial passion, your initial moment. You decided to create a new product. Yeah. What was that moment of insight? We need a last game board.
1: You know, I feel like there wasn't one moment. I feel like there was lots of moments of, like, validation that came along the way. Like, I feel like everyone wants me to say there was this, like, epiphany of, like, I want to create game board. That, like, never happened. (laughs) So, you know, it was, like, trying to be, like, why can't I play Dungeons & Dragons like this? (laughs) Like, that It was my my problem. I was, uh, you know, using, like, minis on a map and, like, you know, trying to figure out, like, FaceTime, it was like it was just bananas. And this was before pandemic, yeah. yeah, and like there was just not a really good way. I'm like, you know, we live in whatever year that was at that point, 2018, yeah. And why can't I? Why can't board games be like Netflix? Why can't I just like pick a game, try a game? You know, I used to back Kickstarter's, and then they used to come in the mail, and I'd be disappointed, and I just spent like you know 120 bucks on this and waited eight months, and it was just like not fun. So I'm like, why can't I try a game before? I, it was literally my own problems, and I just started down. The this insane rabbit hole of figuring out how can you use a physical piece on a tablet yeah and then we stumbled upon a patent. <laughs> like that's and it was and I swear it was just like I met my co founder, I, you know, met some professors and then we're like, wow, there's a patent. It's okay, should we file it? And we were granted a patent like within a year. And it was like all these little validation points where we're like, what are we building? What is this? Like I had no idea initially in the beginning what I was creating.
0: I love when someone has a pain point. And then just stays curious. Yeah.
1: What is it about your personality that just stayed curious? Oh my God. I think I'm obsessive. <laughs> no, I'm not. I know. I, I, okay. So I just like, if I start something, I don't know how to finish it. Like I will complete it to the end. And I think that's what happened with game board, right? Like I started on this adventure this product just, a sheer curiosity, like you said, of just like, what is this? Why doesn't something like this exist? Like I had no idea really in the beginning what I was doing. And it just kind of kept snowballing into something bigger and bigger and bigger and to what is now game board, right? But it was just, I think intrinsically who I am as a person is just, I have to see how things always play out.
0: One moment of validation for your business was obviously launching a Kickstarter campaign. Yes, 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 yes. So you launched a Kickstarter campaign. You mm-hmm. wanted to get to $100,000. You yep. ended up far exceeding that goal. Yep. Pre-selling a ton yep. of last game boards. Yeah. Folks are excited about the product. Yeah. Then what happens?
1: Pandemic. <laughs> like, uh, we were like, yes, you know, we launched our Kickstarter, we ha- we like reached our goal in like 20 hours or something like that. Yeah. You know, we had like this first prototype in our lab. We had a lab in Boulder at that point. And we had like this janky prototype with like a bunch of crazy wires hanging out. And um, that was end of 2019. You know, January 2020, we're at CES, like I have, you know, a term sheet in hand by March of 2020 for like our seed round. and everything in the world stops and like fundraising got pulled. Everything just like stopped and we were like, what the fuck do we do? All these roadblocks hit and we did, I did everything in my power to make sure that like we kept the lights on a game board, but we ended up like, I know this is because so many people suffer during pandemic. Like, we were the most successful in 2020.
0: Why? Why were you most successful?
1: Before pandemic, like 2019, when, you know, we had created our prototype and filing for patents and all this stuff, I used to go to board game publishers and be like, oh, I want to create this hybrid physical digital product um, that's going to streamline your games. It's going to be like... But I was like, it's like Kindle meets Netflix for board games. And they were like, you're going to ruin our industry. Like, you know. All because they were probably making yeah. their
0: margin on the physical goods. Yes. Right? They yes. were making their margin on, let me ship you this box with all these pieces and my yep. proprietarily printed piece of cardboard and you were saying nobody wants all this wasteful no. cardboard. Let's build something where you can develop your game on my board. Yes. And we'll ref share. Yeah. And they were like, no bueno.
1: No, no. They were like, you are trying to replace cardboard. You're trying to like, <laughs> God yeah. forbid. and I was literally like, well, did Amazon replace books? Like it's just a different medium to like consume it. Right. Like I was trying to tr- make people understand, but nothing made them understand like a global pandemic. Yeah. Right. So everyone, I, I know, you know, like the board game industry, it's very like old school dudes too, right? Like, who does this little girl think she is coming and telling me she knows the future of board games? Of course. So there was a lot of that too. And then pandemic hit and suddenly all these publishers, developers that saw us as cannibalizing an industry saw me as diversifying their revenue stream. Yep. And we were able to sign on more. And reducing
0: the risk of their business. Reducing risk. they don't have to worry about yep. if the product is going to come from China. They don't have to worry no. about manufacturing.
1: You can you 3D print the pieces. took all the
0: painful parts of the pandemic yep. and said, I'll take those away. Yeah. Build with me. Build with me. So they changed their minds.
1: Yes. They changed their minds. Okay. And we were able to sign, like, more B2B partnerships than I had. I barely signed, like, two before. And right now we have over 200, like, publishers, creators, like, signed onto our platform, like, building. Either we're working with them to build on GameBoard, they're doing it themselves. Like, we have all these different types of relationships of people just building content for GameBoard.
0: I love this story so much because it speaks to me of the persistence of knowing the future and just waiting for everyone else to catch up
1: with you. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, okay, pandemic. Oh, wait, you care now about me? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also
0: not having an attitude of like, you know, fuck you, but having yeah. an attitude of, great, let me tell you why now is the yeah. right time for
1: us to and, work together. And it was like really, you know, and sometimes I feel like when you're in a startup and you've created this product, you're in your mind sometimes a lot too, right? You think that, am I really doing that's creating value? Like, am I building something that's really helping someone or do I think that it's helping someone, right? Like, am I really providing that creator? I see the pain points, do you see the pain points? And if you're pushing me aside, maybe I don't have it right. And my goal was always to be like, well, how can I help you? Like, how can I work with you to create a model, to create a distribution channel, to create a product that benefits you?
0: Right. And consumers, yeah, because consumers are gonna be happier at the end of the day if you yeah. presented something to them that gives them more optionality, gives them more use cases from a single game board. Yeah, There's so much benefit to the end consumer. Okay, so let's kinda, you sell a bunch on Kickstarter, yeah. pandemic hits, mm-hmm. all the phones mm-hmm. ringing, we can't manufacture <laughs> these cardboard boxes anymore. Shale's the person because yeah. does this and you sign over 200 folks to the product let's actually take a second to explain in you know very specific detail What is different about the last game board? How does it work?
1: Okay, so Gameboard has a technology, a proprietary technology called Screen technology. Um, And what it does, if you think about how your iPhone works or a tablet works, you have 10 or 20 touch points, right? And it's a personal device. It's meant for you, right? A tablet is meant for you. It's an individual device. Gameboard is a multi-user, multi-touch device, and we have unlimited touch on Gameboard. So no tablet, no touchscreen can do what we can do. we have a very deep tech, you know, hardware and software infrastructure baked into game board. So you can take any physical object, like I could see that cup on game board. You can 3D print a piece. You can use a chess set that you have at home. You can use any physical object on the surface of game board. But what the technology enables is this hybrid approach to physical and digital play. And that's what we double down on. We're a platform and we're based on deep tech.
0: And it allows you a limitless number of games. Yeah.
1: Pretty anything fun. that you want to play.
0: Anything you want to play.
1: And it's like Netflix. You have access to a library of games. You just click on whichever game you want to play, the board will become it.
0: Right now, you're at this really interesting position in your business where you have a 12,000 person yeah. paid waitlist. People who are paying $199 to be on a waitlist. On a waitlist. In the world of commerce, the idea of someone paying 200 bucks yep. to just sit around and wait yep. is pretty amazing. Yeah. What do you think they're waiting for exactly?
1: God, I hope I deliver it right. <laughs> okay. You know, I, we tested a bunch of different price points for the waitlist Because so we had to roll out a paid waitlist because we need to put it in order for suppliers to be like, how much are we predicting in revenue that's going out, right? Like we have a lead time with components. So for, from the business side to get predictability patterns of how much we need to put in orders came from that need of like, hey, we need some sort of monetary commitment. Right? It didn't come from a need to be like, well, how can I make people wait for this? It came from a, I need to predict how many game boards I need to build and how can I deliver them efficiently to an end consumer. So we started up testing a bunch of different price points. Like on Kickstarter, we had a dollar Wow. Then we had like $39. Then we t- tested like a $59 wait list. And we tested like a $79 wait list. And like every time we kind of just like incrementally started like testing these different price points until we landed on 199 Because I think it makes people feel really invested in the product like i am paying this money because i want this product and that's valuable to me as a company building the physical product but you as an end consumer to be like i actually really do want this this does provide value to me right yeah. and so that those interests align it was difficult to get to this point right and that waitlist list was built up like i clawed my way to this right um but it's there and it's growing really great now because we've hit these really great strides i love that
0: There is something so fascinating to me about your business where you are both a niche business but Mm -hmm. also truly a broad consumer business. I mean, who does not play board games?
1: Everyone in the world. Everyone
0: plays board games. And yet, you have really mastered this ability to talk to your core consumer in community forums online. Mm -hmm. So describe for folks how... Your consumer discovers the last game board.
1: So we have this great program, like in our beta program, and it's we have game board out to select influencers and people within the D and D community, within the TTRPG community, and they, you know, they have live streams on Twitch and all this kind of stuff. So we're like, here's a game board. People in our community, um, like heavy tabletop gamers have envisioned a product like GameBoard, and this has been tried and failed before mm-hmm. because people never got the core audience right, they never got the messaging right, they tried to do like this big, crazy, let's just have monopoly on this product. And it doesn't work. No one's gonna pay for an expensive product when you can go buy it at Target for 10 bucks, right? right. Why are you, Why am I building something that does something for my core consumer? And it's because they've waited for this, you know, they've envisioned this, and I'm one of those people, so. It's built for that audience right now. And yes, we'll grow and we'll scale and all that stuff, but we are focused on this audience. One of the things that I know about you is that you
0: grew up working in your family's (laughs) grocery store. Yes. And so you were a shop kid. Yes. And being a shop kid is a very particular experience. Yeah. When you think about being an e-commerce entrepreneur now, you know, that was a totally different type of commerce, but an essential type of commerce, I think, for for most people, is the family trip to the grocery store, rolling around this cart that we then turned into a series of pixels on websites and started (laughs) transacting around. So how has that experience of working with your parents in their entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. endeavor shaped the entrepreneur sitting in front of me today?
1: I think it, I think nothing, and I, I said this to you earlier, I think nothing in life teaches you about entrepreneurship like I'm an immigrant, right? Like there is an idea of the American dream, right? And nothing teaches you about the American dream, about entrepreneurship, about succeeding than working in a small mom and pop shop mm-hmm. in this country. right? Because for that opportunity, like people in so many countries, especially in like countries like India and stuff, back in the 90s, way more, would have given up everything. And my family did, gave up every opportunity there, every educational avenue there to have that one opportunity here, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's what makes me an entrepreneur. It's what makes me a founder is like this idea of, of just making life a little bit better for you and for those around you, right? Like what can you do to continue pushing forward. And if you have the fundamentals, and that could be like an MBA or it could be like working in a shop, right? Whatever it is, do you have the fundamentals of what it takes to run a business? Do you know how to have a good and sell it to a consumer and that person gives you a dollar back? Do you know how to do that? Because if you don't know how to do that, don't be in this business, don't be in this line, right? Learn what it means to transact, to interact, to sell a good to someone. And if you don't have that basic, you should not be in e-commerce, you should not be in anything, right? Like, find a different passion. <laughs> but it teaches you how to maintain that practice, that, that patience of, of value and exchanging of value.
0: Is the American dream still real, you think?
1: Yes, 100%. Why? Because of people like me, because of people like you. Yeah. Like my daughter. Um, I think that it lives within us, and it's about who we are. Like, we are. Cre- I'm creating Game Board because I want to break barriers in communities, I want to bring people together. And as crazy as this product is, and I know this is like it's a batshit crazy product because I'm like, cr- I created a console. I didn't even go out to do that, but I did. Um, but as long as people like me, people like you, continuously push product, continuously push access to resources to to make our lives better, to connect with people, and you're brave enough to do it, that dream's alive.
0: So much of my motivation as a person, as an entrepreneur myself, is the idea that I actually truly believe in every ounce of my soul, every ounce of my soul, that these photos on the wall behind me, this content that we're creating today, it actually demystifies access to success. Yeah. that creativity is the path to success. And if you can make creativity affordable and you can make creativity accessible, yeah. any store that is started on a .com can go and can win. Yeah, I think you've proven that too, by showing people that having a creative idea, a creative product, if you put it into the world and you make it easy to understand and you make it easy to be accessed, it can go and it can win yeah. and so i really congratulate you on all the success it's just amazing to watch and i can't wait to see what happens next. Thank you. You too. I'm so excited to be here. This was yeah. amazing. This was awesome. Yeah. I want to reinforce that if you liked this amazing video, if you liked the content from Shale today, please go ahead and like this video and subscribe to this channel. And before we go, we have to give Shale a chance to promote where you can get on that wait list for a last game board. So oh.
1: Shale, look in that camera over oh, there that and yes. tell the good people where <laughs> they can get a last game board. So you can find reservation information, game information, everything at last game board you com you can pay $199 in reserve game board right now and you'll get on our wait list and get game board this fall
0: and if you like this episode please give us thumbs up and if you want to learn more from other e-commerce geniuses like shale please subscribe to this channel so you never miss a future episode thank you so much thank you